We've been fighting a long time, and we have all lost so very much, so many loved ones gone. But you are not alone. There are pockets of resistance all around the planet. We are at the brink. You have no idea how important you are. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Evening, wherever, whenever, wherever you are. It's Steve Cunningham with SensusFidelium.us and the corresponding YouTube channel, coming to you from Quito, Ecuador. Just kidding. I'm in the I'm in my little office pen of eight by twelve, whatever it is, room. Uh, the program we're using has a green screen in the program. That's why it doesn't look really clear. <laughs> and the picture looks clear. I don't look at it at all. But uh, so I wanted to talk about Gabriel Garcia Moreno. That's his, his tomb over there. But uh, what happened was I was at a conference in South Carolina last week, and across from me was a group of ladies from Quito. Uh, well, I think they're in Florida now, but they were from they're originally from Quito. And they were they were promoting Our Lady of Buen Socorro, Our uh, Lady Good Success, and. Uh, uh, they they saw my bumper sticker of Garcia Moreno where I had a uh, liberty for all except for evil and evil doers, and they were they were just fat. They were they loved that I was doing. It. They never haven't seen anybody do that, or have anything on Garcia Moreno really. And so I'm I'm a big fan. I remember hearing a sermon long ago about him, and uh, I got his uh, rule of light printed out. I'll go over that later. And uh, but anyways, so they told me about this book by Reverend Father Augustine Berth. Um, I'll hold it up. I know the green screen kind of kills it off a little bit. But they said it was a tremendous book. They said the Spanish one's actually better, but since I don't know Spanish yet, I'm working on it, uh, we just have to do with this. And so far, it's been fascinating. Uh, I'm just, I just had to share the preface with you guys because I thought it was just fantastic. Now, some of you guys probably know who Garcia Moreno is. Uh, I would say the vast majority do not. And uh, I just took out the thing. <laughs> lost my spot. Ecuador before Garcia Moreno, yeah. Anyways, um, I guess I'll figure that out later. But, um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, where, where was I? Where was I? Anyway, so I wanted to read the uh, preface. I was telling my wife after I read it yesterday, going, oh, I got, you got to hear this. And uh, it's about him and a couple of uh, uh, miraculous images that and events that occurred after him um, and uh, things of that nature. So, just going to share with you the preface written by uh, then in 2014, I think. Yeah, March 25th, 2014 by Father Paul Kimball. All right. So hopefully you will think as fascinating as I did. So on January 16th, 1599, Our Lady of Good Success appeared to Venerable Mother Mariana of Jesus Torres. Most of you probably already know about that. Abbess of the Royal Convent of the Order of Immaculate Conception in Quito, Ecuador. Our Lady spoke these prophetic words, quote, In the 19th century, a truly Catholic president will come, a man of character, to whom our Lord, will, our Lord God will give the palm of martyrdom in the plaza which this convent is located. He will consecrate the Republic of Ecuador to the divine heart of my beloved Son, and this consecration will sustain the Catholic religion in the subsequent years 
which will be ill-fated for the church. In these years in which Masonry, that, that accursed sect, will seize control of the civil government, there will, be, there will come a cruel persecution of all the religious communities, and it will rage against mine. Unquote. I remember, if you're not familiar with uh, the uh, messages of related to success, at that time, no one ever heard of the word president. You, know, you had kings and emperors, but no, there was no president. Uh, no one knew what a president was. This was you know, long before that. This great Catholic statesman, this is the priest of this preface, this great statesman can only be Gabriel Garcia Moreno. He was assassinated in the square in front of the cathedral called the Plaza de la Independencia, Independencia which adjoins Quito Cathedral, the Presidential Palace, as well as Concepcion's Convent of Mother Mariana. As President of Ecuador, he had officially consecrated his country to the Sacred Heart of Jesus by an executive decree in 1873. Uh, you can still look it up and find uh, pictures of that consecration. Well, not actually Polaroids, but you know what I mean, paintings. He is the first of two key figures who would be special apostles of the kingship of Christ in these modern times of global apostasy and revolution. He would be a bishop, quote unquote, in the world of Catholic politics. He goes on to the second one. He's, he's talking about a secular. Uh, uh, she says there's going to be a cleric that's going to come and uh, make all things clear, basically. Uh, but we're not going to dabble into that. We're just going to stick with Moreno. Let's see. Where is it at? Oh, uh, he goes into uh, Garcia Moreno uh, did a concordat, concordat of 1862. This said it angered a ton of Masons, obviously, by his statements here, or pen. Uh, here are some of the most important articles. Article 1. The Roman Catholic Apostolic Religion will continue to be the only religion of the Republic of Ecuador, and the state will always protect all the rights and prerogatives that it ought to enjoy according to the laws of God and to canonical dispositions. Consequently, there will never be permitted in Ecuador dissident cults or any society condemned by the church. Translation, uh, Protestants need not apply. <laughs> uh, <laughs> remember that whole uh, liberty for all except evil and evildoers or uh, air has no rights? He meant air has no rights. Like evil, air has no rights. So Protestant air, no, you, you, you ain't coming in. Uh, Article 3. The instruction, of the, the instruction of the youth in universities, colleges, and public and private schools will be all things conformed to the doctrine of the Catholic religion and the bishops will exercise freely the right to prohibit books contrary to religion and to good customs. Article 4. The bishops will take care that, they shall, that there shall be no instruction contrary to the Catholic religion and the good customs. With this aim, no one may instruct in any public or private instruction Institution, I'm sorry, institution. No public or private institution in the subjects of theology, catechism, or religious doctrine without the bishop's permission. Article 6. The ecclesiastical ordinaries of the Republic may govern the diocese with full liberty, convoke and celebrate provincial and diocesan councils, and exercise the rights which belong to them by virtue of their sacred ministry, without suffering interference in the performance of their sacred duties. Thus, the government in Ecuador will assist the bishops when solicited, particularly when they are confronted with evil works of the people. They seek to pervert the spirits of the faithful and to corrupt their customs. Article 10. 
out of respect for the majesty of God, who is the King of kings and Lord of lords, the immunity of church buildings will be respected insofar as public security permits. Article 19. The church will enjoy the right to acquire property freely and by any just title, and the properties now in its possession or acquired later will be guaranteed by law. Uh, Article 20. The, bishop, the bishops may freely and without exception admit and establish in their respective dioceses new orders and institutes approved by the church in conformity with the necessity of the people. To facilitate this, the government will lend its aid. Article 21. After the divine offices in all the churches of the Republic of Ecuador, the following prayer will be said. Translation of the prayer. God save the Republic. God save his president. Article 22. The government of the Republic of Ecuador is obligated to employ all proper measures for the propagation of the faith and for the conversion of peoples found in that territory and to favor the establishment of the missions. So he's a... Yeah, he, 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 he meant no joke. He was no joke. So I got the... I was, I'll read you a little bit of the... Uh, uh, <laughs> green screen. Uh, Gabriel Moreno's Rule of Life. Like I, said, I got a friend that I usually put on my desk. Uh, number one. Every morning when saying my prayers, I will ask special, uh, special, yeah, let me try that again for my English speaking fans. Every morning when I'm saying my prayers, I will ask special, uh, special, special, <laughs> I will ask for virtual humility. Sorry, it's, this is the third time I'm trying this, to, it's 11.50, the baby's crack. <laughs> Every morning when saying my prayers, I will ask for the virtual humility. Number two. Every day I will hear Mass, say the Rosary, and read besides a chapter of the Imitation, this rule, and the annexed instructions. Number three, I will take care to keep myself as much as possible in the presence of God, especially in conversation, so as not to speak useless words. I will constantly offer my heart to God and principally before beginning any action. Number four, I will say to myself continually, I am worse than a demon and deserve that hell should be my dwelling place. When I am tempted, I will add, what shall I think of this in the hour of my last agony? Number five, in my room, never to pray sitting when I can do so on my knees or standing. Practice daily little acts of humility, like kissing the ground, for example. Desire all kinds of humiliations while taking care at the same time not to deserve them. To rejoice when my actions or my person are abused and censored. Number six, never to speak of myself unless it be to... Never to speak of myself unless it be to own my defects or faults. 7. To make every effort by the thought of Jesus and Mary, to restrain my impatience and contradict my natural inclinations, to be patient and amiable even with people who bore me, never to speak evil of my enemies. Number 8. Every morning before beginning my work, I will write down what I have to do, being very careful to distribute my time well, and to give myself only to useful and necessary business, and to continue it with zeal and perseverance. I will, scrupulously, I will scrupulously observe the laws of justice and truth and have no intention in all my actions save the greater glory of God. Number nine, I will make a particular examination twice a day on my exercise of different virtues and a general examination every evening. I will go to confession every week. Number ten, I will avoid all familiarities, especially even the most innocent as prudent requires. I will never pass more than an hour in any amusement and in general never before eight o'clock in the evening. That was his rule that they, I think they said they found it on his body uh, uh, after he was, you know, killed, shot, shot, and stabbed, and eventually died. Back to the book. 
Ecuador, like Portugal, was, speci spec eh, was specially chosen to exemplify how effective public re uh, recognition of Our Lady's Sorrowful Immaculate Heart would be one day. Our Lady of Fatima restored Portugal in return for the Portuguese bishops' consecration of their country to her Immaculate Heart, and Ecuador, too, became a showplace of Our Lady's powerful and maternal intercession soon after the consecration by almost unanimous decree of the legislator to her Immaculate Heart. The impetus for this pious act came from the servant of God, Father Julio Matavelli, who was a member of the legislator. He was also a diocesan priest and founder of the Alves of the Sacred Hearts of Jesus and Mary. He was born in Cuenca, 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 Ecuador, on September 8, 1852, and died there on June 18, 1929. His heroic virtues were officially recognized in 1994 as a step leading to his beatification. Back to the book. Only two years later, however, the Freemasons retaliated and in 1895 overthrew the government. At the turn of the century, they further manifested their anti-Catholic hatred by decreeing the, the quote, deconsecration of the Republic of the Hearts to the Hearts of Jesus and Mary. Confiscation of the tempor uh, temporal goods of religious communities, destruction of the civil rights, expulsion of some of them, the closing of their schools and colleges, immoral propaganda, laws against Catholic marriage, and favorable to divorce followed. In 1906, the leaders of the anti-Catholic government, Eloy Alfaro and Leonidas Plaza, declared, quote, we have come to destroy theocracy. It was then that the Mother of God inter intervened miraculously. On the 20th day of April, 1906, before a group of students in the Jesuit College of Quito, an appealing picture of Mary in her solitude with her heart transpierced by seven swords opened and closed its eyes for a period of a quarter of an hour. In the month after the rigorous canonical process, the picture was born in triumph through the capital. During the solemn novena that was held, the Sovereign Mother repeatedly performed the miracle before all types of people, many of whom returned to God. From that time forward, the dying faith revived. The campaign for a Catholic education was manifest by continual establishment of Catholic educational institutions. The vacancies were filled, and public manifestations of piety gave proof that neither Alfaro nor Plaza had destroyed theocracy. It was the miraculous picture of the sovereign mother of the college became famous, become famous since the prodigy of 1906, which really restored the faith to the nation. Now that picture, together with that of the heart of Jesus, designated by Garcia Moreno to be one, the one used by the martyr president for the consecration of the Republic, has filled the world with its reproductions. When the miracle took place, everyone saw in the picture the true rep response of the maternal heart of Mary. She chose an image in which her heart was pierced with swords and had not the people of Ecuador chosen her for their patronage. Uh, the Jesuit College of San Gabriel, uh, actually the, uh, it was named after Garcia, uh, Gabriel Garcia Moreno, the college was, because he brought the Jesuits back in Ecuador, in which these mir uh, miraculous happenings first took place and been founded by Garcia Moreno himself. I guess I could have waited another Five seconds to read that part, huh? The miraculous picture is an holograph representing our most sorrowful mother holding in her hands the crown of thorns and three nails. While her heart is displayed aflame with love and pierced with seven swords, the picture is of medium size, very devotional, and especially expressive of the great sorrow which diffuses our lady's continents as she gazes sadly upon the onlooker. Uh, here's the cop here's a idea of what it looks like. I did not know this was it. I I've always liked this photo. It's a I printed it from FedEx office. So I got Vistaprint to make a better one, which I'll link these in the uh, uh, 
on the web on the web page uh, along with the video if you scroll down you'll see the the photo of that and uh, this is Father Mateo's book uh, Jesus King of Love uh, that's the Sacred Heart photo that uh, Garcia Moreno had used uh, again I'll put that in things so if you want to download those ones it's the the better uh, pixels and size so you can go to Vista Prints and uh, for a, get a like I think I got a two I got 11 by 17s they're doing 50% off if you get emails from them you type in the code I think this weekend's code is family 50 so I got uh, 10 of each for I think 20 bucks uh, 11 by 17s and then you can get a frame and frame them up but that might be a good idea because uh, we'll talk about that in, or he'll talk about that in a second uh, the, the, the six weeks after the first prodigy the miraculous image was transferred in procession from the college chapel to the adjoining Joshua church where the tritium was the tritium was to be celebrated at the church the prodigy was repeated several times before the spectators many conversions followed shortly after the tritium a novena was made to implore Our Lady's help for Ecuador. The project was repeated for seven, uh, for three consecutive days and witnessed by many. The Sea of Quito was vacant at the time of the first prodigy. The, fir the Most Reverend Frederick Gonzalez Suarez, the Bishop of Iberia, was named to fill the vacancy. The new Archbishop took possession of the sea in July 6, on July 6, when the prodigy was repeated three times. The, thor the third time it occurred was at two in the afternoon at the very moment that the archbishop was entering the city and the choir was singing the blessed virgin in the picture slowly moved her eyes then the background of the picture faded and her figure stood out in relief her complexion was that of a living person she opened and shut her eyes twice she lifted them up towards heaven on high at times she seemed to make an effort to suppress, suppress her tears then she became pale her face waxen and those she were as though she was about to expire. The people in dismay broke into cries and sobs, imploring pardon and mercy until finally our blessed lady resumed her serene her serene countenance and her natural color returned. In Rio Bamba, the prodigy took place in one of the reproductions of the holy image. The members of the leading families of that town, more than twenty five in all, including the town president, beheld the eyes open and shut quite distinctly. Uh, this is all found in the book uh, uh, Our Lady of Sorrows in Quito, Fatima Findings, May 1966. To encourage the faithful to pray before this holy picture of Our Lady of Quito and to propagate it, His Holiness Pope St. Pius X, by his own hand, granted on October 12, 1907, to all the faithful to recite three Hail Marys before it and indulgence of a hundred days. Well, there you go. Garcia Moreno had commissioned the picture for the consecration of Ecuador to the Sacred Heart on March 25, 1874. In the picture, our Lord holds the scepter while holding the globe in the, of the world. At the top of the... I was going to put it upside down. That's just the one I'm talking about. On the top of the globe is Ecuador, receiving the rays of light that shine from his heart. 33 years later, in 1906, it became the standard for yet another apostle of the kingship of Christ, Father Mateo, the founder of the Athronment of the Sacred Heart Crusade. That's his book uh, called Jesus King of Love. Great book. If you haven't read it, get it. Uh, I don't know how much they are anymore, but get a copy and give it to someone else. It's a fantastic book. It also talks about, I remember the last podcast, talked about the uh, night enthronement, uh, the night uh, adoration. He talks about it in there. Uh, the picture of the Sacred Heart was installed in the place of honor in the House of Parliament as an outward sign of Ecuador's consecration to the Sacred Heart. 
Naturally, this remarkable public act of faith and love, so unusual in the age of skepticism and public revolt from the authority of Christ, infuriated his enemies, of whom the chief were the Freemasons. Following Moreno's death, the revolution broke out. Twice attempts were made to burn the Sacred Heart painting. Providentially, it was saved from the hands of, his enemy, of its enemies by members of Moreno's family and was entrusted for safekeeping to the father of the Sacred Heart, Hearts from Chile, who was then in Ecuador on vocational work. The picture was then given to trust, in trust to the provincial uh, of the Sacred Heart Fathers in Valparaiso. Years later, young Father Mateo was helping his provincial to arrange his archives. Going through, going through a trunk, he came upon a rolled-up canvas. He spread it out and was struck by what he saw. The picture seemed to symbolize everything he was working for. The recognition of the sovereign rights of Jesus the King, ruling over every phase of society by the power of his love through his heart. Eagerly, he asked the superior where the picture came from. In amazement and with a feeling that Garcia Moreno was handing over to him the standard of the king of love to carry on the fight for the recognition of his rule over men and nations, he listened to the story. He asked if he might have the picture. The permission was granted on condition that he have it framed and that it be kept in the possession of the Sacred Heart Fathers. A friend, Senora Sarah Vives Pomar, readily paid for the rich frame that the young priest selected. The picture was then installed in the place of honor in the new law building, where it remained until the now famous earthquake. On one sunny, one sunny, quiet day in August, the day after the Feast of the Assumption, Father Mateo was taking recreation with a group of fellow priests in the courtyard of the Sacred Hearts College. The bell had just rung to announce the end of the recreational period. As they were about to enter the building, the earth suddenly began to tremble violently beneath their feet. They threw themselves to the ground, expecting to be crushed at any moment by falling walls. It was all over in a short time, but what havoc had brought in that short period of time. Scenes of destruction everywhere met the eye. The huge steeple of the beautiful collegiate church had crashed into the sanctuary, and untold damage had been done to the college buildings. But none of the religious had lost their life, although the death toll in the city ran high. Standing in the midst of the ruins of what had been his beloved school of law, Father Mateo was tempted to ask, why did you let this happen? But he didn't. He made an act of blind faith in the infinite wisdom of God. He says he never regretted it. In fact, he now thanks the Sacred Heart for having permitted the earthquake, saying, quote, Were it not for that fact, I might never have become the globe charter of the Sacred Heart. One of the few things in the Sacred Heart's college not damaged in the earthquake was a large oil painting of the Sacred Heart. It was found hanging at a crazy angle from a beam, dust covered but unharmed. This picture had been painted by the outstanding Ecuadorian artist by the order of Gar Gabriel Garcia Moreno and was used for a solemn consecration of Ecuador to the Sacred Heart in 1874." Unquote. This famous picture is now kept in a small private chapel attached to the Basilica of the National Vow of the Oblate Fathers in Quito and has two guards, two hearts preserved in crystal glass vessels. On the right side of the picture is the heart of Garcia Moreno and on the left side is that of the servant of God, Archbishop Jose Checa y Barba. Barba. Near the heart of the ex-president is a note written by hand that says, Don Gabriel, you are closer to God. Pray for us. The Archbishop, born in 1829, was a model prelate, just as he had been a model priest for the first years of his religious life. He braved the political upheavals, which followed the assassination of Garcia Moreno and continued to uphold the Catholic cause of violently, 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 
<sighs> wish I could speak. <laughs> combating the abuses and persecutions of the church by the subsequent revolutionary government of Ventimilla. But then, on the morning of March 3, 1877, while celebrating a Mass on Holy Thursday in the Cathedral of Quito, he fell, into, he fell to the ground as though struck by lightning while drinking the wine from the sacred chalice, which had been poisoned with strychnine. Strike, strike <clears throat> the assassins were never discovered, but there was strong evidence that Benintimilla <clears throat> himself orchestrated the crime through his accomplices. Thus the indigenous populace held him responsible. The government brought further disgrace upon itself by accusing a priest named Andrade of this crime. The propaganda campaign failed to convince the, the populace and Ventimilla at the very moment of his death asserted yet again that he had nothing to do with the crime. The hearts of the Archbishop and, Gar and Garcia Moreno were discovered on March 8, 1735 in the convent of the Good Shepherd Sisters in Quito by Francisco Sal Salazar Alvarado a great nephew of General Francisco Javier Salazar Arbelada, a man very close to Garcia Moreno. In 1913, these two hearts were carefully hidden together with documents of identification in the columns of either side of the altar in the convent chapel. They both are still preserved in alcohol within matching crystal vessels. These hearts have a whitish color because there are no blood in them. The heart of Garcia Moreno is large, robust, and spotless. The heart of the Archbishop has one spot, according to the explanation of doctors, because he was poisoned to death. A week later, Francisco Salazar also discovered the body of Garcia Moreno, buried secretly by Canon Jose Maria Terrazas in the year 1883 in the convent of the St. Catherine Mothers. The casket contained a glass encased picture of Garcia Moreno as well as documents authenticating the remains. The relics were transferred with great solemnity to the cathedral on August 6, 1975, the centennial anniversary of his death. Uh, the reader may ask himself whether Garcia Moreno may be considered a martyr. Father Ricardo Vasquez, SJ, published thousands of leaflets with instructions on the matter. The following is the text that he published in Ecuador in 1938. What are the conditions that the church requires for the giving the title of martyr to a Herrera Christian? The canonical conditions are three. Real and voluntarily accept the death of the victim, unless God prevents him miraculously. That the tyrant or perpetrator of the death caused it unjustly. And that the reason for sacrificing the victim was hatred for God, the church, the true religion, or some Christian virtue or the rights and prerogatives of the church. Were these conditions verified in the death of Garcia Moreno? He knew very well that they were trying to kill him as a victim and he was preparing himself for the sacrifice. Quote, the enemies of God and of the church can kill me, but God does not die. I'm going to be assassinated. I'm happy to die for the faith, Unquote. Who killed Garcia Moreno? There can be no doubt the Masonic lodges and other enemies of the Catholic religion killed him. Why did they assassinate him? Because they saw in him the motto of a Catholic ruler. How did Pius IX and Leo XIII judge the death of Garcia Moreno? Pius IX said, Garcia Moreno fell under the steel of the assassin, a victim of his faith and of his Christian charity. And Leo XIII said, he fell, he fell under the steel of the wicked for the church. Does this mean to say that Garcia Moreno did not have any faults or defects? Not at all. Since every great saint's 
since even great saints have their faults, and for this reason they do penance. How do martyrs wash away their sins? By shedding their blood for the love of God, so much so perfectly purified they immediately go to paradise. Who still hates Garcia Moreno? Freemasons, socialists, and enemies of the church and of the homeland. Also some badly influenced Catholics imbued with prejudices who do not know the hero. Are, some, are there some people who reverence and love him very much? All Catholics and the best people of Ecuador, and likewise all good people outside of Ecuador, with rare exceptions. Can one implore the divine favor and ask for miracles through the intercession of Garcia Moreno by making use of his image and of, or of his relics? Yes, but only in private. And in the event of obtaining them, it is fitting to report them in detail to the ecclesiastical authorities for consequent purposes. God is accustomed to glorify his servants in this way. Bless the soul of Garcia Moreno. Pray for me. The ecclesiastical authorities began to juridically uh, ex examine the question of Garcia Moreno's martyrdom. Monsignor Polit, Archbishop of Quito, prepared the diocesan process. Uh, this is being reported by Father Alphonse Ritzenter, a uh, redemptress priest in uh, a, there's a parish book or article in 1927. The beatification process was begun in Quito on December 20th, 1939, but it stalled soon after the Second Vatican Council when Catholic governments and union of church and state were no longer promoted. Just before this time, however, in 1958, a prayer for the canonization of Garcia Moreno was given indulgence by the affirmation cardinal. It is as follows. O most holy virgin of lords, remember that your servant Gabriel Garcia Moreno swore to defend the privilege of your immaculate conception. He was a member of your congregation and assiduously recited the Holy Rosary. He expired on the, at the foot of your sacred altar and according to the testimony of Pius IX, who defined your exemption from original sin, quote, died as a victim for the faith and because of his Christian charity for his country. Obtain for us the canonical glorification of such an exemplary ruler that men powerful in deeds and words may rise up for the cause of the same faith of their, in their country and finally grant us the particular grace which we implore for your intercession and for his glory, if it be for the good of our souls and men. And then it says, ask for a particular grace and recite a Hail Mary and glory be. The preceding prayer was also approved by other uh, venerable bishops and was even enriched with indulgence of 300 days by His Eminence Maria de la Torre, Archbishop of Quito, with ecclesiastical approval. Finally, heaven has given us great, a special seal approval to Mother Mariana and thus to her prediction and praise of Garcia Moreno by the miraculous per, uh, preservation of her remains. And it goes into how they found... Uh, Garcia Moreno, uh, not Garcia Moreno, Mother Mariana, uh, incorrupt. So, and it goes into a little bit of how he found out about, uh, how Father Birth found out about this. There's a French redemptress. They have a little thing about him right here. Uh, so again, here's the two photos of what we were talking about. Uh, Reverend Father Augustine Berth, 1830-1907, Redemptress, wrote the first edition of this book in French in 1877. The second edition appeared in two volumes. He gained some of his information from Bishop Ordonez of Riobamba, Riobamba, an intimate friend of Garcia Moreno. This bishop narrowly escaped death from being poisoned by somewhat of a miracle. 
He took refuge in Paris while receiving medical treatment. There he was interviewed by Father Berth many times. This is just one of the sources. This is just one source of his information. Here's a little painting of Father Berth and uh, Lady Herbert of Lee. This is the lady that translated it. So, again, a fantastic read. Uh, did I lose my here? A fantastic read so far. I'm only on chapter two. So just started, I was blown away just by the preface. Uh, so anyway, yeah, uh, check that out. I, like I said, I'll link, I'll, well, I'll upload the two photos and one of, I'll get a Garcia and Moreno one. Maybe you could put two on each side and Garcia in the middle. Um, and I'm working on prayer cards. Um, not I'm working on them, but I'm working on obtaining them. Uh, there's a lady I contacted that has prayer cards already made and working on getting them made up and shipped down so I can give them away, give them, pass them out like I do with other prayer cards. Uh, other than that, uh, hopefully we'll do some interviews with people that are uh, Moreno, uh, Garcia Moreno experts, more of that, uh, just to have more of it than just me reading from the book. I didn't want to screw up the story from what the father wrote, so I just took it, gave you a little reading of that. And I said, the preface I thought was fantastic. I did not know about the stories of Our Lady of Sorrows, the, our, 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 mother, our Lady of Quito, etc. Anyways, well, God bless. Uh, look forward to doing more of these. Oh, by the way, if you want merchandise, I got it up on the website. Finally, people ask for bumper stickers and things like that. You go to sensefidelium.us, the drop-down box if you're on the phone or it's up on the screen. It's merchandise, Zazzle, Teespring, they're up there. Knock yourself out. If you want anything, just let me know. I'll try to create it. And, uh, yeah, keep supporting us on PayPal, Patreon, etc. on the donation pages. God bless you and Mary keep you. And uh, I'll move out of the way. You can look at Garcia Moreno before we log off. God bless.